taste sweeter in this town Could it be it's the same as the last? I swear I've seen your face elsewhere before Just as familiar as a bottle and a glass Head darling, sleeping on the blacktop Head darling, and welcome everybody, welcome back to the Back 40 Skull Sessions podcast. I'm Shane Poor here as always with Christian Gardner. Howdy, howdy. And we have a couple of special guests in studio today. We have a couple of members of the High Country Sportsman's Coalition with us, Mr. David Webb. And I've got Mr. Travis Proctor here with us as well. Yeah, thank you. Guys, thank you for being here with us today. We appreciate you coming in to talk with us just a little while. But we have or you guys have a special event going on this weekend was the reason we wanted to have you guys in <clears throat> we've got the annual kids fishing day coming up this weekend yeah this is the 25th one uh it's been going on it's hard to believe it's been there 25 years we were just talking you said you were what eight nine years old eight or nine years old whenever wow. we come to the first one because i mean i live right here on the hill so yeah. i've been with it 14 15 years and travis here has been with it since the inception uh, 25 years ago travis kind of Tell us how it got started and what, where the idea came from. Well, um, I'm, I made several phone calls. Uh, one to Eddie Braswell. You know, he worked with the wildlife department at yep. that time. And uh, several local calls. And uh, it seemed there was some interest there, you know, in forming a club. So we decided to meet at the Mountaintop Restaurant out here in Pineola, which is a, re- a Mexican restaurant. Los Arcos now, now yeah. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so we had a little meeting back there in the back room, and uh, everybody decided that at least we'd try it, you know, yeah. to see how it took off. And uh, and it kind of went from there, uh, meeting at the Cross Door Fire Department for a long time, and uh, and uh, we we started talking about what we was going to do and help out in wildlife fields, and uh, and uh, we brought up this kid kids fishing day that's probably two or three years after reform you know yeah and uh it it kind of took off from there the the first thought in my mind was maybe to have it in that little creek down at cross you know, yeah because uh and then it went developed from there for uh, talking to eddie braswell and and uh he mentioned this pond out here and the possibility you know that we'd get it here at chuck poor's uh tractor place and uh and so it kind of took off from there yeah and, of course, that was way back before we owned the property. That was back when it belonged to um, Owens Brigham Medical Corp yeah, and yeah. and those guys. So, But, no, it's been a wonderful thing for the community and the surrounding areas for a long time. I mean, some of my best memories growing up, and I know, Christian, yours too, oh, yes. was coming over here to fish in this kid's fishing day. We would camp right here on top of the hill the night before so we could get the best spot. We had yeah, to get oh, down yeah. here early yeah, and get yeah. the best spot. Yeah. Yeah, we have people here really early in the morning. We, we come in here about 6 o'clock to set up and stuff, and there's people already over here pick, oh, picked yeah. out their places. I guess that's where they caught the big one last year, you know. So Yeah. Yeah, so so they're they're, they're hooked on it. Dedicated. Oh, yeah. I'm, yeah. I mean, I've preached it and preached it 100,000 times. That's why we started our kids' turkey hunting stuff. So many memories. I mean, this to me was, it, honestly, when growing up, this was basically the only thing kids had whenever I was growing up as far as getting involved in the outdoors. I had family stuff I hunted and stuff. My papa fished a ton, but something you get out here and kindly compete and be with other kids my age doing this absolutely tickled me to death. And then <clears throat> it is another memory for me and my papa. Papa passed away last year yeah. and just so many memories just him and me coming out here and, and letting me fish. 
it has just meant the world to me to have this kids fishing day and stuff. Yeah. All the kids that come too, you know, they they probably know all the kids there because yeah. they go to school with them and interact with them all the time. Yeah. yeah. And one of the purposes or the mission of the Sportsman's Coalition is to introduce kids to outside sports, yeah. hunting, fishing, and, and of course you are into turkey hunting. Yeah. And then you know we 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 love to be part of that. And I mean, it's just a blessing to be able to connect with this group. Absolutely. Oh yes. Absolutely. More than happy to be involved with you guys as well. There's a lot of good stuff to come, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it's just a wonderful thing. It really is. It's a wonderful thing. Um, so guys, why don't we go on over kind of what I was going to go on on Saturday as far as the events of the fishing day and stuff. Okay. We'll start off, uh, you know, uh, registering everybody around seven o'clock. We're going to start fishing at eight. We, we normally, uh, we, before we, we'd moved it to nine and we're going to get, do that because we, it sometimes comes thunderstorms. We, yeah. We usually just fish five or six hours. So we're going to start uh, registering at seven, start fishing at eight and shut down. At, it says on the flyer three, which is going to be a little longer than normal. The fish slow down that, that time of day. Yeah. Well, um, and especially the yeah. past week or two, it's been so dad burn hot. I mean, yeah, the temperature climbs mm-hmm. and those fish, those fish really bite first thing in the morning. Yeah. I know we uh, started off and we just had one set of scales and, and all of a sudden, we had to have two sets of scales. <laughs> oh, and yeah. we had them backed all the way to the pond. And the key for the scales is you want to put those kids back fishing as fast as you can. Yeah. Because kids get bored really quick. Oh, yes, they yes. Really do, and it's, that's just part of it. So. And now, you weigh the fish for what reason? Well, we, wait till we, we, we give away two lifetime fishing lessons, 12 and under and 16 and under. And we also now, we're going to do a prize every hour yep. for the largest fish. We'll give them a fishing pole. And by the way, we have 100 fishing poles here we're going to give away at, at different times yeah. during, during the event. We we normally have a air rifle shoot, but the person with our air rifle shoot, uh, Greg, he's, he's had some serious health issues, and, and we're probably going to skip it this year and go yeah. with the bow shoot. We we worked on our bows. We put whisker biscuits, biscuits on the bows so they'll be easier to shoot. and. Oh, yeah. It's going to be fun. Yeah, that whisker biscuit's going to make a big change for those kids' boats. Yeah, Travis mm-hmm. and I, we, we was over with the turkey thing, and I had this little, this little this tiny rest, and those arrows had fall down, and I really got worried it's going to shoot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you, got, you get some of these wild kids just pull back and let yeah, go. So, so one of them was my child. <laughs> one of the arrows <laughs> ended up in the bank 10 yeah, foot over yeah, the yeah. top. Oh, I, I, like, I said, we have got to have something here, man. This, this is terrible. See, I'd, I'd never worked with it because I'm, I'm always so busy with everything else. Steve and I and even Travis and everybody were getting the food together and everything. But but we're going to start start off again restaurant at 7. And we'll we'll have somewhere here to, to say a prayer before we start. Yeah. And, uh, of course, we'll go with the regulations. The career limit is 7. Yep. And uh, we're going to stick with that because that's the law in North Carolina. Yep. Right. And that's the key here with kids. They need to know exactly what's legal and stuff while you're enjoying it well yeah you got to start exactly. them early they need to understand yes. have fun within the limits of the law oh, absolutely and uh, we're just looking for a great day and we'll provide some bait we'll have corn and worms mm-hmm. and uh, then you can use whatever you want to it's like a like a uh, just a general trout waters type thing i got you i got you and, and uh i think we don't we give them a free Hot dog and hamburger. Or, well, you uh, get you get one of each. You can get have a pick a hot dog, a free hot dog, or a free hamburger plus a drink and chips for yeah. all the kids that for signed for up. For all the kids, kids that yeah. signed up. Yeah. Yes. 
Yeah, and there will be extra hamburgers and hot dogs available for adults to purchase as well. Absolutely. We're oh, gonna, yeah. They wanted to go up on the hamburgers and hot dogs. We had them at $3 last year, the hamburgers and $2 a hot dog. We're going to stay with that price yeah. this year. And uh, that way the adults can enjoy it too. And Oh, yeah. I know everything's gone up, and somebody said we should go to $5 on a hamburger. Wait a minute now. You brought your kids all the way over here, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it was expensive as gas <laughs> and stuff. It's now yeah, might as well. You know, so there, there we are. And then we also have some other things for the adults in the gun raffles. Absolutely. Yes, we have uh, we have uh, two two different raffles. We have one which is a sponsor's ticket, which is $50 for, uh, for uh, you know, each each ticket. And there's three guns on, on there, each ticket. There they are, the, the three guns. And uh, we, uh, 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 on, on this one, this, this is the uh, 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 sponsor ticket. It's a Henry Golden Boy and a Savage 270 with scope and a Ruger American 2 243. Yep. On that one. And I'm not sure what's on the other one, but, but there are three guns on it too. There are also coolers. We have coolers, and he's got some knives to give away. And, uh, well, it's going to be great. Let's yeah. Come on abs- over. And, and you know, every, every dollar you spend on this goes to the Kids Fishing Day. Yeah. They, we have no no paid help. We're all volunteers. And every, every penny goes toward this day every year. Yeah. And you guys stocked the pond as well. Yes, um, we did. About uh, two weeks ago, I guess, is well, when the stock truck showed up. Well, it was on, it was on the first. Okay. So, so those fish will be in there for 18 days without food. Yep. So they'd be walking up on the bank to bite. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, yes. Well, and that gives them time to get acclimated to the water and Absolutely. stuff like that. Yes. And yes. takes all the shock away from them and that gets is, them. Yes, that's true. And how many pounds we put in? You well, we put a 1,000 pound in, and, and I'm not sure what wildlife put in. Yeah. But uh, it, it's a lot of fish. There's a lot of fish. And there were still several left over from last year. Yeah, well, oh, they, yeah. Uh, they also put one, one that said it weighed eight pounds. Eight pounds. And they also said a couple five-pounders as well. Yeah, yeah right. Eight pounds trout that's a monster that is a whopper that of a is, fish yeah, yeah, yeah now that one would win oh <laughs> win yes well, and you i'd know, say you'll be able to hear whatever kid catches that from where <laughs> you're ever you're standing on this property because that's well, going to be a five and it's going to be some little little bitty kid on a like a mickey mouse or a barbie <laughs> pole yeah that's going to exactly. be the one that catches pink it pink pole yeah that, that, yep. that's it right there yes. i remember uh one time when we were growing up i must have been i don't know 11 12 years old one of my buddies, Jesse Webb, he's a couple years older than me. Uh, we were all out here fishing, and Webb caught one and got it right to the bank. I mean, it was huge, and it broke off. Oh. And he went in the pond head first and caught it in his arms <laughs> really? before it got away and come out Gosh. of the water with it. Yeah. I do not suggest doing that, folks. Don't, <laughs> don't do that. Don't let your children jump in the water, please. That fish didn't know who he was dealing with. No, <laughs> no, it didn't know how serious Webb was about catching a fish. I was walking around the pond, and I, I walk around in video about when, you know, when things are going on. And, and I was walking around the pond, and, and this, this little boy brings in this fish, and his daddy gets it off, drops it, and it jumps back in the water. Holy <laughs> day. You ought to seen this little guy. His face would just tear up. What did you do, Dad? Why did you do that for? Why would you do that? What's well, worse, it's on video. <laughs> <laughs> we had a funny incident last year with the, with the Kids Fishing Day. You know, we took, we'll be there filming and stuff for the Holler Hunters. We'll have it on YouTube. And actually, if you're listening, you can check out last year's episode of the Kids Fishing Day on YouTube now. But we took the drone over, getting some aerial shots and stuff. Wow, so mm-hmm. And we had brought it pretty low across the pond. I mean, mm-hmm. just, you know, maybe 10 foot off the water. Just getting a real low shot. Mm-hmm. Well, we come back across the corner of the pond. Mm-hmm. Well, we seen a kid point at it. He's watching it because you can watch on the screen of your phone what, what the camera sees of the drone. Mm-hmm. 
it come across, and about that time, my dad got that pole back and slung it, tried casting it right towards the drone, just nearly got it. <laughs> I mean, you can see that bait coming right at it, and luckily, yeah. it's it's fast drone. It took off, just barely did miss it. We got mm, that on wow. video. Gosh, that's incredible. Oh gosh, it was crazy. We thought for sure it just took down, but it's always a good time. I mean, yeah, we, it's really interesting too to look at the photographs. I've t- I took several hundred. Yeah, you know, and then and, and go all the way back to you know when I first started and look, and you'll see just kids that are now adults. Yeah, well, if you I know the guy people listening can't see it, but there's actually an old piece from a newspaper. Uh, I don't know, it's been well over 10, I think maybe 15 years ago. It was back whenever I was in elementary school, yes. and I can look at pe- look at pictures of people I went to school with on there. It was all, I mean, from yes. ever, I mean, that might have been fourth grade or fifth grade and then like we mentioned before there's now kid nerd there's now adults that were kids fishing this that's bringing their own kids kids, and it's just incredible to see i mean i know i look forward to it every single year i mean still do i mean it's real hectic for us i mean it's a real hectic well it's been hectic up until now you know yeah everything together but, I mean, the day is really hectic. But, but you oh, see yeah. a lot of kids really enjoying it. I oh, yeah. How day. many did y'all actually have last year officially? We had 326. 326. That is insane. Yeah, I mean, I that's awesome. No, we had that many kids out on the water, you know, out here and fishing, enjoying their Saturday. Not out causing trouble. Absolutely. I mean, out here doing something respectable mm-hmm. or something and worth you, and doing. And you don't see many of them on the cell phones. They're busy mm-hmm. catching fish. Exactly. And, and, you know, that's, that's, that's a plus. A huge plus. Absolutely, yes. You, there, you can't say enough good about what, what this event does and what it stands for. Well, you know, we were talking last night at the meeting. We're getting older, so we need to get some young people involved. So mom and dad's out there, listen. <laughs> yeah, anybody listening that's around, yes. especially here in the county, you want to help out. There, I know the High Country Sportsman's Coalition would gladly appreciate some, some members to come in and try to help, especially with this event. It takes a, It takes a lot of manpower to run an event this big. Yes. With this many kids and this many people, you're talking 326 kids. You're talking if each one brings both parents. I mean, that's yeah, we, we got a crowd. That's over 900 people. You're looking at a thousand people. Wow, it takes yeah. a lot to run that many people. Yeah, wow. And then too, we'll have the rifles here tomorrow. So if somebody wants to volunteer to maybe set up and and, and help with it, you know, that that's a thought. You know, yeah, we'll we'll be posting this on our Facebook page and stuff tonight, so it'll be aired all day Friday and. So if anybody's listening to this and would like to help volunteer, come help yes. run the air rifle shoot, yeah, I mean, we yeah. would they would gladly appreciate it. I know the kids would love it. Oh, we yeah. have video of them doing it last year, and the kids loved it, oh, especially yeah. once it starts warming up, middle of the day, 10, 11, 12 o'clock. It starts slowing down. You it gives the kids something extra to do, something yes. something to switch up what's going on, mm-hmm. like a little break to in between yes. their weigh-ins and stuff. That's right, yeah, because kids, don't, you know, if they don't catch a fish in 15 minutes, some of them start, oh, my gosh, you know. Yeah. They're just Yep, that mindset of being a youngin. That's what right. it's all about. It's I remember. Being a youngin right there. Yeah. And Absolutely. So if anybody's listening, you want to come help out with this, we they would greatly appreciate it. I know the youngins will. And by the way, the weather looks really good for Saturday. Really good. It's yeah. been high of 87, 88. I know right. today towards Spruce Pine it was 91 when we looked at it earlier. Mm-hmm. And the high for Saturday is supposed to be 77. So it's going to be a lot cooler than it has been the last couple of days. They're calling for a good chance of rain Friday night. So it's looking to be a perfect weather day yeah. Saturday. Yeah. Yes. Everything's lined up just right. So yeah, we're going to have a tent set up. It's a forty by sixty, so that we'll have shade. 
Yeah, and we'll have tables under there that you can you can sit at if you want to eat. So. Yep, and and I guess you're you're welcome to bring your own little pop up, the little canopies. Yeah, People yeah, bring yeah. those and yes. set them up, or umbrellas, you know, yes, you especially are. chairs and stuff. Right, absolutely. The key is is get over, get you a place, and and get registered. Yep. And uh, you know, buy some raffle tickets because this is how we do this. Yeah. You know? The only way you can you can find it. I mean, it takes a, <laughs> along with the manpower, it does take a lot of money to run something like this for the food mm-hmm. and the bait and putting you know stocking the trout and stuff for kids to be able to have <laughs> the insurance and everything that's involved. It takes a lot of takes a lot of money to do it. And like you say, everything that they have here, the food, the raffles, it all goes right back in to help them for next that's year's event is. and making it possible for the following year and years to come. So. There's plenty to do, not just for the kids, but for the adults. Like they said, we'll have a booth there. We're going to be raffling right. off a, a 22 Rossi pump rifle and uh, uh, one of the new Tacticam Reveal game cameras, the X2.0. So there's plenty to do and plenty to see. So come on out and enjoy it. Yeah, absolutely. We, we ordered a fish this year, and uh, they'd gone up $500 on us. So uh, it, it, it was $3,500 for the fish that we put in. So. Yeah. We got to make some money, so yeah. So please buy raffle tickets. Yeah, come and enjoy it. Come buy buy some stuff. And and make yourself. it possible for next year. Yeah, absolutely. Bring your kids if you don't have any. Borrow something. Exactly. <laughs> you ain't got you all and go and get some. I know. <laughs> I've talked to two or three kids. people in the last couple of days that said we didn't even know about it. We might go do that. You know, we can find sure, somebody to go. Well, of course, well, you come have, on. You, yeah. don't, you don't have to have kids to come. I mean, exactly. You can, you can just come over and enjoy the day. The day exactly. If you don't have a fishing pole, I'm sure we'll have we'll, we'll somebody that's got one for you to we'll use. We'll have some. Exactly. And like they said, the bait and everything's covered, so come on in and enjoy it. Absolutely. we got hamburgers. Come over and enjoy yourself. But I believe that'll probably cover everything yeah, for this for this deal. Um, that'll probably carry us into the first break. Again, we really appreciate you guys coming on and talking with us. Absolutely. Look forward to having you all on again. I know we'd like to bring you on again sometime around sure. the Kids Turkey Day next year. Absolutely. And uh, yes. super glad to be a part of this and what everything you all do. And really, really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank you. See you. This segment of the Back 40 Skull Sessions podcast is brought to you by Realtree, the official camo pattern of the Appalachian Holler Hunters. Be sure and check out Realtree's newest pattern, Realtree Timber, to stay concealed all season long. Hey, boy, you got your bow set up for this year? Uh, not really, not yet. Well, what broadhead are you planning on using? I, I haven't figured it out yet. You really need to go check out NAP Broadheads. They've got a line of new broadheads out, including the new DK4, and then my personal favorite is the Spitfire Double Cross. Oh, really? Ain't the DK4 like the mix between a mechanical and a fixed broadhead? It sure is, and it's like throwing a hatchet through the side of a deer. You're going to have blood trails that look like you've sprayed them with a water hose. That's what I'm talking about. If that's the case, I think I'm going to go with one of those. Go check them out. You're ready. And we are back with the Back 40 Skull Sessions podcast. Uh, David and Travis had to roll on, so you're stuck with me and Christian again. We are back. We're here. Stuck with us. But it's been business as usual for us, uh, rolling through these dad burn last couple hot weeks. Dude, it's been miserable. hot. It's been crazy. And muggy? Bad. Sticky muggy. Bad. Yeah. Like you've got the even the swamps yeah <laughs> yeah for sure but uh so what's been going on with you the last couple of weeks since we've done our last podcast since we've done our last one it, it's been mainly work just trying to get as much work as we can in because deer season's coming hunting season's yeah. coming and want to try to take off as much as you can yeah <laughs> so right now it's just been working 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 just checking trail cameras and all the plot stuff we put in for you know, the early summer's doing good. How's that? They all coming up all right? Nice. Very nice. All my spots are coming 
coming along. Did get a new spot to hunt since our last one. Yeah. My dream place, I guess you'd say. Try not to say a whole lot about it, but <laughs> give it away. But Yeah, don't say anything yeah. about anything. But <laughs> you got a spot you've been looking at for a couple of years. A long and... time, for a good while. And finally everything come together, and I got permission to hunt it, and everything's looking great for That's that spot. That's awesome, man. I'm, been, I'm tickled for you because... Me and you had talked about that last year. Yeah. Um, well, we talked about it the year before that. And the year That's one of the first that, yeah. years. Uh, we, one of the places I first talked about. And just by the grace of God, everything has just come together just right to get permission to hunt it. And it's going to be a dandy spot. I mean. Have you been up there yet? I've, been, I've walked out? it. haven't put nothing out. Um, I've still got to talk with the landowner one more time. He wants to meet up and just go over yeah, the, yeah. the range and stuff. He said he just wants to. Check everything out. Make sure everything's good. Now, is it North Carolina or Tennessee? Tennessee. So, baiting's not really going to be a deal over no, there anyway. No. Uh, we're going to put some big and J and stuff out here in the summer, especially while, during growing season. There's, you can bait, but it has to be up 10 days before, your season, before you start hunting yep. it. And, but you can hunt over mineral. You yep. can't hunt over mineral spots. So, we're really going to go hard on a couple mineral sites there. And uh, just to give you a layout of the property, there's two parts of the property. You've got farm side and housing side, kindly. Yeah. And there's a couple, there's a cabin or so on one side, but there's a couple really nice pinch points in those hay fields. Yeah. And there's some killer deer over there. I actually, I've been going over there and glassing in the evenings when I don't have nothing going on. Yeah. Because, I mean, it ain't nowhere. Yeah. Just go over, ride, and set, and, and glass. And uh, an older couple pulled up asking if I was lost. <laughs> I was like, what are you doing? Because nobody ever parks over there. Nobody ever goes around. Yeah. I was like, no, I'm just glassing, you know. We had a real good conversation, talked, and he said, man, I've got, I've got some corn and stuff I keep out year round. He don't hunt; he just watches them from yeah, the house. Yeah. And he showed me a picture of his phone. I mean, he's got two or three. That's, I mean, ginormous. I mean, you're that's talking awesome. ten, twelve points. I mean, that's beautiful deer. Heck yeah. So they're there. Yeah. And to be honest with you, I, after talking to the people that's around, there's not many people that hunt that area. There's some that hunts the backside, some. Yeah. But I think where it gets pressured. I think that side's going to be a killer. At least that's the, awesome, man. Especially this first year, I'm, if everything goes right. Yeah. So, just trying to strategize and figure out how and where you want to set up. The one side of the property is really steep. Yeah. Like it's not really steep, but I mean it's 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 one big hillside. Yeah. Kindly. So it's just trying to figure out tree stand or try to level a spot out for a blind or what's going to be the best option. Yeah. You know. The biggest thing is where it is steep. If you're in a tree stand, you've got to get up pretty dang high because when they come by you, yeah, you're, you're going to be eye level with them. You're going to be looking them in the eye. Yeah, so I thought about just going with blinds on that side and maybe doing a tree stand on the hay side, yeah. the hay field side. You know, there, there's just plenty of options, and that's all That's all you can do right now is just strategize and figure out what you want to do for the fall, Yeah. scout, see what's going on. I actually got a story with that. I was glassing, and I knew there was a mama that had a fawn over there. Mm-hmm. been trying to get a picture of her. I was over the other evening beautiful evening it got cool temperature dropped like 10 15 degrees perfect yeah deer started coming out well one started blowing wasn't sure they were looking down the left side of the field yeah i knew something was there i walked over on the neighboring property and looked up the field in that gap in the trees yodi oh coyote come in running i mean leaping of course i didn't have no gun with me you didn't what i know i know (laughs) i didn't have a gun with me I got a picture of it though with a camera, and I hollered at it, and it didn't. It could have cared less oh, I saw that, that I was picture. there. You posted yep. that picture. Yeah, yep. that was cool. It could have cared less that I was there. It was going after them babies. I never seen the babies, but the grass is high. 
Yeah. They use that for hay and they ain't cut that yet. And so I'm sure they was there. Yeah. There's a bottom field there. You, I took a drone up and you can see the bedded spots where they've been bedding in that hay field. I mean, awesome. it's covered in bedded spots. Yeah. So they have plenty of deer there. That's awesome. But, yeah, you should have had a gun with you. I, I know. I learned my lesson. Well, you saw that. I thought last I learned summer. my lesson before, but well, and you saw that last summer when me and you went to check Hor- that one spot yeah, out. Horse hell. I'm a horse pasture. <laughs> I've got a funny story with that. I seen up a hail mary at like eighty yards. Yeah, with running a coyote with a with a subcompact. Yeah, yeah. You got to do something at that point. Well, I mean, I mean I, I'm not going to not shoot at it. I know. If I can see it, I'm going to shoot at it. Yeah. It ain't going like I'm going to let it run away and at least not know i was there yeah well that's the thing about that property there as well that same couple was saying i told them i just had seen that cody and uh, they said oh god so they're bad so they're terrible here so like they'll come to the front yard right there so really that's going to need some cody management i need to talk to the owner because uh i just ordered some fox pros coyote calls i actually just got them in here yeah, at the i seen them. Outfitters, so. yeah i seen them we need to take so, one of those babies out one when we can and i mean they'll come out in daylight he said they don't come out at night mainly so they'll come out in the middle of the day well if you and go walk over this yard right, right now with a phone call they'd run they, out there i know so and it's kindly wide open so you can see a lot so body sets up on on the creek where you've got some cover noise yeah you could sit there just stand there at the fence that'd be awesome and watch so we need to do that but but funny story i was telling you about i took and i actually ended up with more spots than i can actually hunt which is awesome yeah, that's a great problem that's to have. That's a great problem to have. But it's not been from like a trying. I mean, just asking and finding and just really getting in. Because like last year, I didn't have no shooters nowhere. Yeah. Only shooter I had was Well, that's the thing. You may spot. have five or six spots and maybe have one farm with a good deer on it. Right. And I said, if nothing else, I'll have enough spots to, I want to tag out, my, I want to fill my doe tags this year. Yeah. I already have no meat, no deer meat. None. Yeah. I mean, all I killed was that one doe and the one buck last year and it's gone. Yeah. I mean, by the time you divvy up, you know, because your landowners want to have a little bit of meat, family wants to have a little bit, you, you won't go real far. Yeah. So I want to tag out and fill up the freezer, specifically this year. Yeah. So everything's going, it ain't a bad idea, honestly. No, no, no. So you got you got tags, you better fill them. You dang right. But because of that, I was trying to get everything figured out, like what cameras are where, what, what am I going to put where, and try to keep everything kind of strategized. Yeah. And I made a list, and Trey was with me at the house, and I just put, I had to come up with kind of a name for it, because I didn't want to give away the locations when certain people come over. I got other buddies to come over. What, did you put it up on a big whiteboard? No, I, I printed them out on a little, like on office paper. Yeah. So I could keep track of where it was, and I put it beside my map so I could map it out, so mm-hmm. I knew where, so I knew, specifically so I knew where my cameras was. Yeah. Because especially around here, you get rednecks walking through the woods, they'll steal your camera and it'll be gone. In a heartbeat. So you kind of want to have an idea of what got stole. I yeah. didn't want to. I just wanted to keep track of everything because now at this point, that's twelve cameras I've got out. Yeah. And <laughs> it's just hard to keep track of. Yeah. Well, I had to go through naming them, and it got to a point like this is just cheesy. This is ridiculous. Why even name them? I'm just going to net label it one, two, and three. And I got to thinking. I was like, the only one I know I'm going to name is the one where you and me went. I called it Horse Hell. <laughs> and it's very fitting you understand why yeah i that's the thing i have that one labeled horse hell and everything that's there like i've got a label for feed type camera type whatever everything says tba none none none, none. like nothing is going over there it's a spot to go over and whack it oh in rifle season or something and that's it yeah <laughs> screw that place well i mean it's a great spot yeah when the horses aren't there yeah like there's good deer there yeah but when the horses show up it's done yeah and they've already got them they put them in there early this year 
Did they? They ain't. I'll be honest with you. There ain't nothing there for them to eat. Have they grazed it down pretty good? No, it's all briars. Mm. It's nothing but grown up junk. Yeah. And I've been trying to weasel my way into getting that spot back by hunting the backside. You know how we talked about talking to the person that owns the backside? Yeah. Well, they own a big saddle right there. And it's a big deer spot. And I know somebody that was hunting the other side of that. Yeah. Where there was a farm over there. Yeah. And I'd seen those pictures and they had some really good deer. Oh, yeah. And I think if a body can get back there, if they can convince them. Yeah. Just to bow hunt it. It'd be a good spot, an extra spot to have. Yeah. But plus, I've got extra people to hunt with this year. You know, Trey wants a place to hunt. Uh, trying to get land in a spot to hunt a little bit, you know. So yeah. I've got more people to kind of put places, so it ain't bad to have those extra spots. No, no. I think I've got three main properties in North Carolina and three main properties in Tennessee. That'll be good. And each one has two or three stand locations. Yeah. You know, that's solid. That ain't right on top of each other. They're all within about three four hundred yards away from each other so yeah. it's just about right you know except for where a place where i killed tex not tex i mean uh crabs yeah i got one spot set up there ain't but one spot I, in the highway <laughs> it's waiting on that it's right where i shot him from right from that road line. yeah but hey deer travel to their lots so yeah not the yellow line let me clear that up let me clear that up that's not what i mean that's not what i mean at all if you can't get them with a bumper get them out the window hey it worked he, he died i mean they eat the same whether they got tire marks on them or not My shit oh god but anyways that's the only thing i've been doing that's that's it yeah between that the deer working. getting hit in the road and the turkeys with no toenails from scratching <laughs> on the pavement. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, it's a no. heck of a spot, son. That's a heck of a spot. It is. What can you say? <laughs> well, that's yeah. it. What about you? You've got some stuff coming up soon. Soon. It's not right now, but soon. Yeah, we're going down to Florida in for too long. Yeah. And uh, then we've got the Africa trip coming up. I ha- talked to one of the guys today on that they're he's coming down he lives up in uh new jersey new york new jersey somewhere uh, right in that area but he's coming down fourth of july weekend and we've got to all get together and have a little meet and a little powwow on that stuff so I'm oh yeah so nervous about that i'm excited, I'm excited. But i'm nervous um side note about that he's working story time he's working and i've got an app called flight radar Mm-hmm. And like when you're sitting in a deer stand or, or something, you know, you see a plane go by. I've always wondered, like, I wonder where he's going. Well, the app you can check it out. Yeah, you can you can click on it, and it'll tell you because it's all public information. Yeah, tells you where it flew out of, where it's going, what time they what time they took off, when they estimated the land, like everything, like yeah. everything about it's on there. And I was going through and I was showing Joe everything it had, <laughs> and I hit on one. It said, "Ain't you going to Savannah?" Is that what you said? Not Savannah. Uh, Johannesburg? Johannesburg. Yeah. It popped up Johannesburg, and it's like, huh. They'd flew out of, I think, New York. Yeah, we're flying out of Newark, New Jersey. Uh, so I was, Yeah, so it's pretty close. Well, and funny thing about this, I listened to several other pod- podcasts um, yeah. throughout the day, and I started listening to Working Class Bowhunter podcast. Yeah. They're going to South Africa the 1st of August. Aha. Uh-huh. And... They're flying out of, I don't know, somewhere. They, they're they all up in Iowa, Illinois yeah. area. They're flying out of there, and they're flying to Dubai or somewhere. I don't remember yeah. what he said, but it wasn't a direct flight. 
He said their their flight was like eight hours and then like a twelve hour layover and then four hours or some. Dang. No, it wouldn't be Dubai. Where where in the heck would they be flying? Anyway, anyways, regardless, they're flying. But I was like, that whole split and that, or no, it was uh, because our flight's eighteen hours from yeah. New Jersey to Johannesburg, and his was twelve. And then six or something like that. Yeah. But then they have an eight-hour layover in the middle of it. Yeah, shoo. And I was like, golly. But hearing them talk about it, like, they're going down with a big group. And yeah. he's like, provided that we all make it back alive and stuff, <laughs> we're going to do a podcast for the... F- <laughs> I'm like, God, don't say shit like that. Yeah. Make, I'm nervous make you feel good already. about it. Yeah. I was on YouTube the other night looking at videos of most dangerous places in Johannesburg. <laughs> and I'm like... I'd say they've got, like, different types of gangs and stuff there, like, different, not well, like gangs, not like you see here, but different think types was, of, like. Well, everything that I was seeing is not the gangs you have to worry about. It's because there's such extreme poverty in areas. Yeah. That they'll just rob you for. Whatever you just, got. Yeah, they're just trying to survive. Right. I mean, that's how they make a living. And I'm going to stand out like a sore thumb anyway. Big old white boy <laughs> with country accent. <laughs> I'm not exactly going to blend. Mm, no. <laughs> no. But, I'm not. But nah, and then uh, I've started. We on this farm here, we do our supplemental feeding program year round. Yeah, corn and protein, and that's been going on. None of our cameras are running on this farm right now. I had one running in the bean pot, and the batteries went dead on it already. So yeah, I've got to get it. I'm actually going to try to do that before dark. Get it back running. Yep, you've been um, running one. Yeah, I've been running the one on the another farm, one. the brand new one. Yeah, that's the Gen Two Tacticam Reveal X, and it's nice. doing it's doing good so far. No monsters on that, but I also took a a new feeder up there. That's a spinner feeder, so they're not yeah. used to that kind of noise yeah. up there. And this one, I'm hoping, is going to be bear resistant. We'll see. It's we'll see. it's as close a thing as I've ever found that. Yeah, it's got as good a chance of surviving as anything we found so far. <laughs> so yeah. we'll see how that goes. But uh, I took it up there and staked it down and. Got it filled up. I think it held like 600 pounds or something. So it's a pretty good size feeder. Yeah, it's going to be hard to turn over. But um, so far, just a doe and a spike up there. Yeah. And I've got another one to put out on another piece of property that I haven't had time to do this week. So yeah. I was hoping to get that knocked out for today. So it ain't happening yet. But everything's coming. I mean, I'm seeing deer. Uh, the other night, I showed you the videos, and I'm hoping we can post them to our social pretty soon uh was out working my bird dog we've talked about that little pup yeah. that i got and i noticed last week like it was like a switch flipped his nose took over yeah and now and then i caught him pointing the other day on just some random birds flying around in the tree field up there so i was like i'm gonna put the training lead on him and see what he'll do yeah so i took him out the other night right before dark and we're walking around he got on his first bird done his first point yeah i mean it was legit he was actually pointing yeah on and, video yeah on video of course if it ain't on video it never happens exactly so, um but we got that done and then we were working our way around into another section of field and i looked across the roll of the hill and saw a bear and i was yeah. like well that's pretty cool this is gonna be neat i'm gonna video this and so i get my phone turned on of course my basset hounds at my feet not on the lead he's just hanging out right and that little bird dog's running around everywhere and right when i turn the camera on the bear moves and there's two other little black spots underneath yeah. it, and i'm like oh shit that's a mama with babies yeah so immediately cut the camera off 
get a rope around my basset hound and wind the other one up around my feet so yeah the bear can't see it and then turn the camera right back on and get some video it was pretty cool she was yeah. big. she's a big old girl she's a big girl yeah, she, she was big. she was big she was healthy gosh she was so pretty all over 300 pounds yeah i mean at least but just a beautiful like thick black coat big yeah. brown nose on her she was she was a poster child for what a black bear should look yeah. like she was just a good looking bear and them cubs were tiny itty bitty I mean, they were way smaller than my dogs and yeah my biggest concern was getting the heck past her and getting out of there because she was 150 yards away 100 150 yards away so i wasn't too concerned but i just wanted to make sure the dogs didn't do anything ignorant yeah. and get me in a sticky situation yeah because i had my sidearm on me but you never want to use it in a Dude. situation like that especially with a mama with fresh cubs yeah yeah we we was down at the local local store eating breakfast and stuff everybody meets up there in the mornings yeah everybody bullshits and talks and we show looking at those videos and stuff and we were talking about that there's a lot of cubs it's them's fresh yeah those most are fresh. Cu- most pictures of people's got a cubs right now you know they're big you know they're you know two and a half foot long or three yeah foot long, probably you know? 25 30 pounds yeah anyway. you're, yeah and i was like <laughs> these ain't i no. mean they're little and i seen another picture somebody got i think it's beach mountain them four cubs up in the tree yeah they're little yeah these little little cubs you know but uh well and right after we got away because i cut the video off she turned and started heading toward me because she didn't know yeah. i was there and i was like oh shit yeah. we gotta go so yeah. i cut the video off and once she saw me she alerted but the ears stayed up that's yeah. the key with blackberry if their ears go down if they pin their ears back, you might as well go ahead and start shooting because they're coming. But yeah. her ears stayed up, and she turned the cubs around and kind of pushed them toward the woods. And yeah. the whole time she's doing that, I'm yeah. high-stepping it out of there, yeah. just as trying to be as, as quiet and as not fast. get between them. Between no, them. You, no. You've been in the middle of them. You're hurting. You're in trouble. We've had a couple, we've, we'll have some stories on this podcast the next couple of weeks, I'm sure. Or whenever. This year, we've got some people that's had some run-ins. Oh, I've been charged and, twice. Yeah, you have. Sam has. I mean, yeah. it's, it's you not get in between fun. them. That's when you've really hurt. Yeah. But so I got moved out of there and got up to the house. And of course, I'm putting the dogs up because I didn't want them running around. I didn't want them running back down there and yeah. catching a whiff of that bear and going after them because yeah. she'd have killed them. Yeah. And so I got up to the house and seen a big doe standing up there. And then here comes something squirting out from under her. And she had a young fawn with her, yeah, too. Yeah, itty bitty, too. Yeah, it was a little fawn, so everything's moving right now everything's yeah. growing gardens growing corn's growing yep we've been cutting hay and luckily didn't kill no fawns this year yeah last year, that's the thing like i mentioned about those hay fields with those in those bedding areas yeah almost every year especially around up in there where we've got hay where they've got hay you always hear one or two getting killed there ain't nothing you can do about it no, you can't no. see them in the grass and by the time the mowing machine hits them they're already dead yeah i mean, I mean you'll hear it you'll oh, definitely yeah. you know when you've hit one but Luckily, we didn't had none on that place get killed. But there That's was good. one up the road about two weeks ago. No, it was about a week ago. That was mowing. Yeah, was mowing their hay and they'd kill one and dogs drag it down there where we was. Yeah. But out of how many's there, I mean that wasn't too that, bad. That ain't bad. But I seen one hit up, off of them. Well, I seen one hit up here on the highway the other day. Maybe. And uh, it wasn't a day later. I think it was a fox laying yeah. right beside it, being eaten on the carcass, and somebody ran over the fox. Yeah. So, well, there's a big vulture chewing on that one. That them dogs drug down there. I big think it vulture. was Travis, the one that was just here with us on the podcast. Yeah. A couple of years ago, he found one that had been hit on the highway, and he's got a like a motion light. Yeah. And it's like 50, 60 yards from his house, 
and you can see it out his bedroom window. And he had a real bad coyote problem. So he had that motion light and he'd put bait out and he had a doorbell or a driveway ringer there. So when a coyote would come into the bait, it set off that motion detector, that driveway alarm, and he'd yep. alarm in his house and wake him up. He would roll over in his bed and slide that window up and slide a gun out the window and shoot that coyote because he could see it in yeah. that light. And uh, he found a phone on the road and hung it up right there at that light. And I think he killed eight or ten coyotes off of it. I guarantee it. He killed a pile of coyotes off of that. But I thought that was the coolest thing. He didn't even have to get out of the bed. Yeah. Roll I mean, he over literally rolled pile. over and shot it from a laying position out the window. It's and crazy. He had it set up, man. I'm telling you. He he That's was doing number on those coyotes. He had it planned out. Yeah. Which, this is the first year I've had this many coyotes, honestly. Yeah. In all my spots, I've got at least one picture at one where I killed crabs. There's three or four there now. Yeah. Back turkey season, there's two. Now there's... Well, that's Four. the thing. You've got to stay active. I mean, because yep. they don't quit breeding. They don't quit. Yep. And you've got to stay active with them. We we keep an active extermination program on this farm here. And anytime yep. they start showing up, we go after them. Yeah. And we go after we We're mad at them. We stay mad at them. Yep. We don't ever get where we're not mad at them. So yep. it's all you can do. Yep. I mean, if you want these deer to have half a chance and these turkeys and stuff, you've got to stay after yep. And it's the same thing with the raccoons. I mean, we done our trapping program this year, and I think we ended up trapping and killing 14 or 15 raccoons and a possum. Yeah. And so far, we've already seen two confirmed groups of baby turkeys, over 10 in each group. Yeah. And then a third group that I couldn't get a good count on because they were in some high grass. Yeah. But, I mean, there was a pile of them. Yeah. And that was all within probably 300 yards as a crow flies yeah. of the trapping site and we only run one trapping site during trapping season yeah for not yeah. having no coons at that at my main spot i mean there ain't had none i ain't had a picture of a coon in a while yeah and the, all those hen turkeys are back and not one of us got a diddle that sucks man That's and right. last year well you seen them from last year but on social media i mean we had 20 diddles i mean yeah you had a bunch i mean they's everywhere and this year there ain't a one but mm. i ain't got a picture of one of a coon that's the only thing that kind of strikes me he's like they've got to be somewhere yeah obviously they some kind of nest predator there i mean obviously the coyotes but yeah normally the coons is what does it so bad yeah coons and possums are your worst nest predators uh, i wonder about groundhogs i don't know because i've got a groundhog i don't think groundhogs will. i wouldn't think they would i wouldn't think so either they're more tearing up your gardens than yeah. anything else I just, just now thought about that. Yeah. It hit me just right then. But. But that's all the thing been going on. I mean, the show's still kicking them. Yeah, kicking we've got going. new episodes coming out. You've been rolling them about every Friday, haven't every you? Every Friday scheduled. And I'll have, we got a double header next Friday. Well, and I'm excited about the one coming out tomorrow. It's mine and yes. Mitch's uh, Canada awesome. trip. Just get you one. Yep. That's going to be a good episode. If it's our editor down worth a dang with it. The, all the footage was there. Is all I can tell you guys. We got some killer footage from up in Canada. The editing is great. I know the editor personally. He done a fantastic job. He's kind of a shitty guy, but <laughs> hopefully, hopefully you done good this time. I done good. This I done real good. It looked. Well, you done good with the last one. So that last one, the Illinois trip, was my favorite one I've ever put together. Between yeah. all the hunts I've put together, and I've liked them. Obviously, I like them all, but that one was my favorite. It just it had all the stuff that you would need for a hunt episode. I'm bad to critique my own stuff, and I seen a ton of stuff that I left out, but. Either way. For what it was. I mean, a, yeah. a day hunt. <laughs> no, not even a day, a three-hour yeah. hunt. Yeah. But there you go. It turned you, out good. I liked it. That's right. I mean, 
I didn't eat a tag sandwich on that one, so I was tickled. Exactly. I mean, I like damn near eat a tag sandwich in Canada. Nearly. I wasn't very far from eating one. I, yeah, that, you went. That from, you been, went from exact opposites. Yeah. First two hours to the last day, last couple minutes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I I still had four or five. You had hours an evening left. hunt. Yeah, I had, yeah, you had an evening hunt. Left. Well, I mean, technically, it's all one big hunt because right. they drop you off right at daylight and come get you at dark. Yeah. God, it's long days. But it yeah. was got. It was a trip of a lifetime. It was a dream hunt. I, I say that right before I got to Africa, but yeah, that was my favorite trip I've ever took so far. That was insane. It's it's really good. It's gonna look. It looks good. It's great. Yeah. So we got Canada this week coming out. Next week we got Mitch and Bentley's episodes. Third year from twenty twenty one, and then we're going right into a couple bear episodes. Yeah, we got two more bear episodes. And then we got Matthew's Ohio trip. Yep. And then we got your South Carolina deer, both of them. Yep, got two of those. And then I think we got one more bear episode, and that's the end of season two. Yep. I mean, we're winding it down in a hurry. Season three's coming. We need to, Already excited we need to name the, the South Carolina episode Whitetail Assault, since I technically killed them with a assault weapon. Yes, I think we can do something with that. Yeah. I think we can do that. I'm just proving to all you people out there that you can kill a deer with a big black scary gun. They don't discriminate. Yeah. I'm sorry, but I <laughs> love hunting my freaking ARs. I love. I don't blame. It's I all about what you like. I my ARs. I don't blame a bit. You they're do what short, you like. They're compact, and they knock them in the head. That AR-10 at three. I mean, people have been hunting with 308 forever. Right. That is. I mean, and, and all it. the AR-10 I like, I like is traditional. A, I like. I like my 270 at Old Remington 870. Yeah. I love it. That's just what I like. Yeah. Not 870. That's a freaking shotgun. Uh, 11. That's a shotgun, too. I don't know what you got. You know what I got. It's that stainless Remi- one. That's a Remington pretty 270. One. Yeah. I can't. Anyways, point is, I like traditional. You like that. Oh, They're not well, against it. Whatever like you like. I like traditional gun, too, but I, yeah. I like to hunt with shit I ain't never killed with nothing with before, so True I like enough. to get weird with it every once in a while. True enough. I don't blame you. You know me. Variety is the spice of life. Yeah, if anybody's like coming to Mountaineer to. Outfitters, you can see. <laughs> I like to shoot <laughs> animals with a little display. bit of everything. Yeah. Uh, we will have hunting rifles when hunting season comes in. <laughs> Thank you very much. I didn't say there wasn't. I was just saying there's, there's a big variety. There's not a variety right now. It's a whole lot of scary guns. Yep. Yeah, you're right. The biggest majority. No, but it's it, yeah. seasonal. Everything yeah. rotates through. Yeah. Uh, two months ago, if you'd have showed up, it was half of the damn rack was turkey guns. Yeah, shotguns. Yeah, so... It's everything seasonal. It's yeah, inventory rotation, son, all that good stuff. All the good stuff. Yeah, it's shit they teach you in business school. <laughs> I don't think they were yeah. applying it to fly, to firearms, but you know, hey, it is. If what it, it works, is. it works. That's right. Exactly. It works in a grocery store. It works in a gun shop. Exactly right. <laughs> but yeah, that's kind of what we've had going on. We just wanted to come in here and get a podcast in for everything. We, yeah, well, and we've we got wanted the kids, to uh, fish day tomorrow or Saturday. Today's yep. Thursday. We'll have us up tonight, and uh, we'll be have it doing that. And we've got a lot of stuff going on. You know, we've got, I've got to go up and refresh in all my mineral sites. Yep. You've got stuff to do the same way. You've been working on the dove field out here and stuff. Yeah, we had a really good growth of soybeans, and then we had a really good feeding of the freaking geese. Them some yeah. bitches, yeah. they eat $500 worth of bean seed. Yeah, they didn't eat the seed. The beans got up about three inches tall, and then they mowed the whole field field yeah. off, and they ruined a five hundred dollar bean field. So, Dad was out there just a few minutes ago replanting the sunflowers. The sunflowers got washed away right after we planted them last yeah. time. Uh, they're down in the flat part of the field, and we had a really, really heavy rainstorm, yeah. and it floated seed. So, 
Yeah. It is what it is. That's I just really farming for you. that I'm going to miss it this year. Miss what? The dove thing. I'm probably going to miss it. I thought you said you were going to be able to be there that morning. I want to, but it'll be tough. Like, if I can schedule it right and do everything just right timing-wise, I think hey, you'll could. be fine. You come out here till 10 or, 10 or 11 o'clock and then go over yeah, there. Yeah, well, I mean, even till well, 9. Talk I mean, about what's going on, because we haven't mentioned that yet. I don't know if I want to say anything yet. You don't want to say anything Yeah, because we're still working on trying to trying to finalize everything. I got you. We, I got we'll, you. we'll put it this way. We have a cool event that has to do with, with, with hunting hounds. Yep. In the next couple of weeks, it's ske- it's going to be scheduled for September third. Period. It's the only optional weekend we've got. Yep. Because there's stuff before. Well, August it's just too hot anyways. Especially for people that have hounds, they hear August and they're like, ah, it's awful. It's too hot. Because yeah. I played around with it for a couple of weeks and they're, I got the same response for the most part. They hear August and think, God, it's too hot. Yeah. They want to get their dogs out, unless it's at night. Yeah. And but then they hear September and think we can. We'll do September. Well, and the problem is the second week of September, September 10th is, is and deer season. season. Yeah, so. and you've got the county fair and everything else. Like, there's just a lot. After that, you're done. Yeah. Once deer season starts, you can't do anything like what we've got planned. And it's going to be good. It, I think it'll ha- it'll be, we'll have a good crowd. We'll have some stuff going on. Yeah. Uh, but once we get everything finalized, we'll have an official release date and really be pushing it. So, yeah. it's going to it's gonna be good. It just spread the word. We have an announcement in the coming weeks for the spread the word that we can't tell you what's going on. Yes, yeah, spread the word. We've got <laughs> tell something cool everybody coming. that there you don't know what's happening. Something's going on, but you don't know what it is. But they're doing something with hound with hunting hounds, and it's going to be good. I'm doing something with hunting hounds. I'm killing dove and letting them retrieve it. Hey, there you go. <laughs> there you go. That is hunting with hounds. Exactly. So, so we've got we got some stuff coming. We wanted we've got our kids turkey day in the spring. We wanted to do something in the fall, and I believe. Or before deer season stuff comes in, yeah. I believe this will be a good. It'll be a good way to thing. get people out and about. And Next stuff. year, I think we can work around it. Maybe not as late in the year, but uh, it's just something we're going to work on. Yep. I think we want to do it again. Just, just got to piece it together. So stay tuned. Stay we tuned. We will have an official announcement when everything gets yes. figured out. So, so we've got a lot of stuff coming, and then season three is going to be, be just. I feel like we were just talking about releasing season two this time last yep. year. <laughs> It won't be long. We'll be filming for season three, hopefully killing stuff left, right, and sideways. Yeah. Well, we've been filming for season three already, turkey season. Yeah. Yeah, this yeah. turkey season was great. I mean, we got a ton of stuff, a yeah. ton of footage. It's going to be good. I hate we're going to release it in an odd time of year, but like we mentioned in previous podcasts, we're going to get it get it out there, yep. get it going. And that way, as soon as we get back from Africa, we can start releasing that stuff. And, and beyond your time. Your Tennessee Velvet stuff will be oh, right I can't then. Wait for that. Oh, my God. So it'll be, it'll be <laughs> awesome. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, as always, thank you for listening. If you don't mind, get on wherever you're listening to this podcast. Leave us a rating. Write us a review. Make sure and like and subscribe on the YouTube channel, uh, Facebook, Instagram, all the social media stuff. And as always, thank you to all our sponsors. I'm not going to try to name them because I don't know them all, and I don't have a sheet, and I butcher this every time. Every time. Thank you to everybody that supports us and helps us make this possible. Um once again, today's Thursday the 16th. Come out Saturday for the Kids Fishing Day. Sp- support the High Country Sportsman's Coalition. Yep. If you live anywhere near where this podcast is coming from, become a member. Yeah, These guys need hands on deck. They yep. really need help. And we're members. Me and Christian both have joined yep. up. We're going to do everything we can to help them. Yeah. But we need younger. We need young blood in it. We need yeah. younger backs in it. So Yeah, like they mentioned, this Kids Fishing Day is, is their bread and butter. It's, yep. it's the whole reason they do what they do. Yep. And 
I'll mention it before. I want to be. I want it around for my kids, and my grandkids to be able to do the Absolutely. same thing. And I'll do whatever it takes to help keep it running. Cool. But like you say, they got to have more people. We got to have younger people in it because uh, these guys are older gentlemen, and their numbers get it. less and less every year. That's just nature. That's yep, just the way it is. It sounds sounds cruel, but that's just the way it is. They need younger recruitment. Yep. So guys, come. It's one one night one night a month. Yep. It's the third Tuesday of every month, yep. I think, is when they do the meetings, and it's a it's a great thing. It it it's for a good cause. You say Monday or Tuesday? Tuesday. Okay, yeah, I thought you said Tuesday. I'm making sure yep. you said Tuesday. But it's for a great cause, and I mean, it's a lot of fun. Those guys are a lot yeah, of fun to hang out with, and you hear you some hear great some stories. Awesome stories, yeah. Oh God, it's yeah. Right great. after we cut the first segment of the podcast off, they started telling stories, and it's just it's it's amazing to hear what these guys have seen. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, these guys have been in the woods for years. Yeah, and it's just it's awesome to listen to. Yeah, them, so. we're. Oh, I do have one thing to talk about real quick before we go. We got one other thing coming up, and I'm. It's basically installed. I'm Can working on. Can you tell on, us what this is? Yes, I can tell you what this one is. If we're going to talk about it, at least tell us what it is. Yes, we we've got a project coming up, and I've been working on getting names. It's a it's a little side project. We're wanting to get coon and bear hunters alike, the older generation, ones that's been around forever. Yeah, and get their stories. To be honest with you. They're dying out. Yeah. The ones we've got that tell these great stories, they're getting older and they're passing away, and we ain't going to have it much longer. No. We're ta- we've been talking about it, been talking about it at, at Elk River Supply and stuff, a handful of different people. We're getting a list of names together of, of old generation bear hunters and coon hunters yep. and a couple of deer hunters. We want to hear some stuff as well about that and doing like a docu-series, like a documentary series. Mm-hmm. Nothing's going to be boring, you know, short 20, 30-minute video of just them telling their story. Yeah. How they grew up a little bit, and how it was hunting when they were hunting, and and just talk about the stuff that they've seen. Yep. Just tell us some stories. Because yep. me, for one, I love that type of stuff. Absolutely. I can listen to it all day long. and. Well, and once they're gone, these stories are lost forever. They're gone. And if we can document it, it's stuff that can be remembered right. forever. Right. And if nothing else, we'll have it for us to look at from now on and these other guys. I mean, it's yep. their families. Yeah. I mean it's something they can look back on and And it's essentially it's the legacy of the appalachian hunters yeah i mean really it they are the that's a good name for that yep that's a good name for that i like good job (laughs) i didn't have to think about it two points for me bueno that's a good name we can work with that but it's something i've been working on for a couple of weeks well, actually, a couple of months just trying well, to figure out. We've been talking about it for a year. Yeah, yeah, we talked about it for a year yeah, about I just mean, trying, just thinking about it, and I just sat at night and just think, how could you do this and it'd be good? Thought about using the podcast equipment, and I was like, you know what? Just simple: camera, microphone. Have somebody like Benny Vance or somebody that's good with talking. Yeah, you know, because you have somebody young. I mean, just to be honest. Even if it was me, I mean, I do pretty good with older generation because that's who I grew up with. Yeah, but have somebody come in and start asking questions, especially these old timers. They kind of. Yeah, I don't know about this camera well, it's stuff. It's got to be somebody they're comfortable with, right? If you like, can get them to be comfortable, you're going to get some great stuff. Mm-hmm. There's so many good stories. Well, like when we turned off the mic with with David and Travis yep. a few minutes ago, I wish we was recording in because they went and telling some great stuff. It's it's natural for people that don't do it a lot. Just it's, they're well, not comfortable with it. If you could get it in kind of like a small group setting where you've got one or two yeah. of them together, or three, mm-hmm. and then they start talking back and forth, and then we're just there's a fly on the wall. Yep. And that's, and that's what that, we're going to try to do yep. is get a handful and find the ones that know each other really well and do a segment with two or three of them. Let yep. them tell their thing. Do the same thing with two or three more and just try to get a handful of them. So that being said, if you're listening to this and you have somebody ideally you think would be great for this 
too great to do this. Send us a message on our social. We just got a social page set up for our podcast. Yep. Backwardy Skull Sessions podcast, Facebook and Instagram. Messages. Shoot us a message on there or email us at ahollerhunters. Ahollerhunters at gmail.com. Yes. And tell us who you think would be a good good fit. We're, or hit me and me or Christian up either one on yeah. our personal social yeah. pages. Whatever way you want to get We're open. We're we're here for <laughs> we're here at your leisure. So yeah. So hit us we want to do this and, and make something good of it. It it's going to be good. It's going to be awesome. It's only thing we like is a couple more names. I got one in my head right now. Do you? Who yes, I do. I can't tell you on air, but I'll tell All you right. in just a minute. But yeah, it's going to be an awesome deal. It'll be good. So. So, anyway, guys. Anyways. Now that we're back on the train. Yeah. Train on the tracks. Thank you guys for listening. Like I said, leave us a rating. Write us a review. Help us work our way up the algorithms. Um, If you have anything you want us to talk about, hit us up. Send us messages, emails, whatever. However you want to get in touch with us. We love hearing from people that listen to the podcast. Uh, Just say hello. We'll give you a shout out on the podcast. So Yeah. I mean, we're trying to make this as interactive as possible. So Yeah. Send us questions. All right, Tons man. Of questions. Well, I think that's all I got. Is that all you got? That's all I got. All right, guys. Once again, thank you for listening to the Back 40 Skull well, Session they sure as hell know me. In that map dot town, 65 southbound in the middle of Tennessee. Yeah, I left black marks on every turn too sharp like Voodoo can generally. This segment of the Back 40 Skull Sessions podcast is brought to you by Realtree, the official camo pattern of the Appalachian Holler Hunters. Be sure and check out Realtree's newest pattern, Realtree Timber, to stay concealed all season long.